It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. I spoke with project manager Helena today. She showed me his fantastic video that captured gnomes. Gnomes? <gasps> Not the garden variety, I expect. Good one, Tony. Guys, I've already made that joke. It doesn't count if we didn't hear it. If a joke is told in a forest and there's no one to hear it... Uh, so, look, anyway, the video was down under the slab at the base of the lift. Uh, the lift was found inoperative the next morning. There was at least one, probably two of them. So what do we do? How do we deal with gnomes? Like it isn't as though we're just going to let off a roach bomb and gas them all, is it? I don't know, um... What do we do? You seem unsure if you're up to the task. Stop thinking and start doing. Okay, we don't try to kill them, we try talking with them. Maybe do them a service or offer a gift. The downside is they might want a firstborn child or ten years of life or... Something terrible as a gift. But we won't know unless we try. They can come and sew clothes for me if that's their thing. Right. So what is the best time and where is the best location? And what do we take and do in case they don't want to talk? They've sabotaged a lift, crane and generator so far. The crane failure killed someone. And the generator exploded putting another two guys in hospital. The lift just didn't start up in the morning. But all three items were ground level, below the slab. The underspace will largely be sealed off, except for the space immediately around the base of the central services shaft, which will become maintenance rooms and storage. Most of the space down there will just be left open until someone comes up with something to do with it. I think, I think we should head down there and stake out the new aircon heating machinery that's being stored there before being moved up later this week. <sighs> And how long do we do that for before we give up? The machinery is new, and once it's installed, they can seal up the lower floors and get them ready as display units. If they aren't sabotaged, the tower is more or less a done deal, short of something terrible happening. Like a collapse or something. We'll hide behind three false walls. When the little critters show up, we jump out and confront them. The simple act of confrontation should make them talk. That's in one of your books? Yeah, yeah, David Gelstein, he tried to confront one at a mine in Transylvania. He indicated that gnomes, like many fairies, operate according to an odd set of rules. One of those rules is that they must not be seen by humans. If they are, they must parlay. Sometimes they offer a riddle that you have to solve, uh, and then they'll perform you some sort of favour, or they'll offer a trade or they'll stop doing you a favour. They all seem kind of a bit arbitrary at that point, but they all stem from the gnome being confronted. And if that doesn't work, do you have some way to capture or drive them off? Uh, wrought iron, salt, or knowing their true name will do the trick. I think there's also some spells that will affect fairies, binding them. And there's some kind of potion or similar in the script book, but... I'm a bit hesitant to use spells or random unknown potions. We just don't 
don't know enough about these things to use them safely. Mm, I'm not comfortable beating a gnome to death with a fire iron. So maybe we take some salt with us and what? Sprinkle it on them? Toss it over our shoulder? Well, you tell me, Tony. You're the one from the superstitious family. Sure. Nonna was a witch and I'm so chock full of her age-old wisdom. Well, I'm pretty sure she'd say something like, Offer it to them. They like it. She'd also say, If they are like spirits, then you can take a barrier with assault. Oh, that sounds right. So we go to the basement, hide behind some false walls, and watch the aircon to see if the gnomes come out. If they do, we confront them and offer them salt to get them to talk or force them to leave. If they refuse and get antsy, we make a barrier of salt around them. I'm also taking this bit of iron rebar I picked up at the site. Just in case. Hey, I want some rebar too. I just grabbed some on site. There's a huge pile of the stuff. We sat watching that aircon all night and nothing happened. I read more of The Great Journey to see if there was some hint as to how it could entice the gnomes out, but I couldn't make head or tail of what I was reading. I've had some thoughts on it in hindsight, and more on that later. Look, after four days of staking out various bits of interesting technology in the basement, we had a stroke of luck. Well, good luck for the case we were working, not as good luck for John. While we waited, I did some research into Redfern, especially the train station. In 1894, there was a rail collision that killed a whole bunch of people. Supposedly, a train took off from the station, ignoring a stop signal. One guy interviewed claimed the signal went green, and so the train went. In the 1960s, a new mail sorting machine was put into the Redfern Mail Exchange, but it kept fritzing out, destroying letters. With a stroke of the dramatic, it was named the Redfern Mangala. With a name like that, I was expecting something a, a bit more terrifying than a mail shredder. So these gnome or gremlin things, they may have been sticking their hands where they weren't wanted for quite some time. We caught a glimpse of the, what are we calling it? Them. Gnomes? Yeah. For lack of a better term and for our inability to reliably pronounce the Romanian name, we're calling them gnomes. Or maybe goblin would be better as... Can't help but think of something cute and homely when I say gnome. No? Look, we saw one and we know there are others. It just now ran off down an old service tunnel. Turns out this train yard extends underground to some extent. We don't know how far. I wouldn't have thought very far since the train line itself is above ground. Oh, oh crap! You guys okay? Uh, back up a bit. Around here, uh, out of the... <coughs> out of the dust. So, part of the wall or, or roof collapsed. Uh, we'll ride on a tail. I thought you said it would stop and talk if we confronted it. Yeah, but it's a, a gnome. I mean, what, what do I know? Perhaps Aussie gnomes are more egalitarian in outlook and so they don't recognise our authority. Did you see its fangs? It had some scary-looking teeth in its head. I'm feeling a little bit better about bringing that rebar now. 
Well, you two circle around, Tony. You go that way, John. You take that way. I'll use salt to close off this other exits, and um, and now I'll, I'll chase the little bugger back here. We'll trap it in this room. Assuming salt works. I'm alone in a room with a ladder leading up to ground level. There's three passages. There's three passages leaving here, not quite a junction. The ladder is offset a bit, and the room it is in is small and cramped. I'm marking two of the passages and the base of the ladder with salt, and I'll. Uh, I guess I'll hide myself by pressing myself against this wall. Got him. Oh, okay, this coming. is coming. Oh, shit, we caught it. Um, <clears throat> we want to talk. Um, please, can you stop breaking things? I think it's listening. <clears throat> the stream changes course regardless of your actions. You're trying to delay the inevitable. You're wasting your effort and time. Keep it going. Um, okay, uh... I've chosen to leap in and bathe in the waters that change. They can't be denied. What used to be here won't be here for long. It will be something new, and you're hurting people. Trade. What did it say? I think it said trade. We fix it. Oh god, the um, the gnome is is coming up to us. Oh, he's bent double like an old man. It looks like he should be on all fours, but he isn't. He's carefully keeping his weird six-fingered, double-knuckled hand in close to his chest. He's watching us pretty carefully. One, he's probably wondering why I'm talking to myself. We want a kiss. We we need that from you. Uh, you want me to kiss you? Mm, uh, okay. No! From him! Oh dear, it's looking directly at John. Uh, he did carefully consider both Tony and John, but... Hey, back up, Rumpelstiltskin. Tony, it's okay. Sure. But what do you mean, we? It means me. And me. Crap, another one just stepped out of the shadows. Well, oh, something else is coming too, it's, it's bigger. And me. Holy crap, the new one is... Well, he's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. He's about as tall as me, he's got wavy blonde hair, combed over to one side and hanging to his ear. Straight as I am, I'd think about kissing him myself, actually. Whew. Nope. 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 Not in a million years. Ain't no deal. Tone, be cool. It's a fairy trick. A trap. You'll kiss him and become enchanted or turn into a frog or something terrible. Kiss now. It's over. Tower falls. That stream will stay its course for another day, bather. What should I do? Uh, you should... Uh, do what you think is best. You, you can't second-guess the motives of gnomes. 
they don't see things like we do and don't think with the same logic. This this situation is one for us and another for them. I mean, who knows? Come here then. <laughs> okay, so John is crouching down and planting a kiss on each of the little gnomes. He's looking hesitant to kiss Prince Charming, though. Don't just kiss him. If you turn into a frog, I'll keep you in an aquarium and feed you flies. The gnomes look at each other. Oh, now they're stepping back in the darkness and... They're gone. John? John? I'm fine. They're gone. We did it. Helena listened to our report and we played back the journal you just heard. She sat there with a blank face, not reacting. Then she sat back and breathed out a long sigh. She signed off our invoice and put the pay order through right then and there. She thanked us and showed us the door. That's all she did and said. So we're back in sunny Perth. John seems a little quiet about what happened and Tony's worried. So far, so good. Oh, and we're recruiting. Tony pointed out that we don't have anyone getting new clients while we're all off kissing trolls. His words, not mine. Or if someone stays behind to do admin and get clients, then the other two will need backup. To help kiss trolls, I assume. I've got no clue what sort of person we need, but we're taking resumes. Hiring someone to hunt monsters is not something I ever thought I'd be up to, but here we are. It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be released at the same time next week. The novel of Exit Plan Season 1 will be released at the end of March 2019. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Mark Regan for the voice of John and David Ryan Kinsman as Tony. To keep up to date follow at Gravity Undone on Twitter or Facebook.